When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gerald Farrell. And I'm Nave Gavina. And you are listening to... Agony Rants. <laughs> How have you been? Oh, well, I'm still alive. That's good. So, and yes. I'm physically here. You're so. here. Oh, my I know. God. I'm just... Because, you, like, to be fair, I have to say, when you recorded the episode last week... Yes. You were very bubbly and, you know, you were your usual self. And it was only when I was editing it, I was like, oh my God, she was really sick. <laughs> like, I really did hunt you out of the bed. You did. It. You did. And to be fair, like a good friend, I was out of it. Like, you know. I, yeah. And I appreciate I mean, that. Name. I have to admit, like, I did have a rug over my knees while we were recording. <laughs> I felt like a proper old woman. And the lemsip was beside me. But, you know, actually, do you know what? I feel okay, except that I still feel a little bit like I have you know, a breathlessness every now and then. So I, okay. I, so obviously as a singer, that's not ideal. No. So I'm currently steaming quite a lot. Well, and I then it could become like one of those French oh, chansons. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One of them? Yeah, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the correct term is, but one of them. <laughs> I don't want that to be anybody's ringtone by the end of the day. But actually, um, yeah, no, I, I think uh, it, the struggle is now obviously to make sure that there's no vestiges of it. But okay. I, I'm okay. I'm okay. I mean, I'm, I'm clearly, have you had have you had a crack at uh, a few songs? Yes, obviously I sing every day if I can, but not too much over those two weeks. Every time. <laughs> but um, I was all that I could do to shout at my husband occasionally to get me more lipsip. No, but uh, I did a jigsaw. Did you know oh, that? Nice. I did a jigsaw over that time. Somebody gave me a fantastic jigsaw of a Terry Pratchett um, of the Three Witches, which I love. And so I did that. It was a thousand piece jigsaw. Listen, believe me, anything that got you look, doing anything with energy was great crack. Like, I always think that doing a jigsaw is the sign of darker times. No. I, it's like if, if a jig, if like, I, I, a I always think I'd love it to do a jigsaw, but I always think that if I do one, uh, th- bad shit's gone down. No, I, I when I recorded in Nashville, right, when I was doing uh, Flying Blind, I had went through about four different jigsaws. So I come out of the studio after being in there all day. Very unrock and roll, I know. But <laughs> I have to admit, I, I it calms you, but you just set it up. You need to be able to set it up and go away. You need to get a breadboard. And sometimes when I used to go <laughs> breadboard, I used to come in in the evening uh, from gigs and my dad used to do jigsaws when I was young. And so me and him, we just chat while we were, and I'd put in maybe half a dozen pieces. Like, I mean, you wouldn't, get, if you're waiting on me for progress, you'd be a long time waiting. But uh, myself and my friend who tested positive at the same time would come up to my house for a couple of hours. Ah. And it was great for her to get out, I think, because to be fair, she was on her own in the house Just the heading time. down to the colony. 
I know. And so we did the jigsaw and we're very competitive with each other. So we were competing to see who could get to the last piece, right? And then the last piece was the wrong piece. So in other <gasps> words, they were missing a piece and the piece that was left over was, and initially I thought I was going to have to hunt the house for this extra piece, but actually it turns out it was definitely missing. And there was an extra piece, but it was a duplicate of another piece. So I don't even know how that actually happens in a jigsaw situation, but it didn't matter. It was great crack and we... It was great. It was a great relief for a couple of hours where we were able to just not think about anything else. But you couldn't, you didn't have a lot of energy to do much else. No. And then, you know, you're coughing and spluttering and getting on. So it was just an easy thing. And you couldn't just watch TV all day. Just, it's just No, you go mad. But yeah. I mean, I have to say jigsaws now. I think I'd crack up if I was doing one. I've only ever done one jigsaw in my life and it was a murder she wrote jigsaw. The jigsaw was the crime scene. And then you oh. you read this thing, you made the jigsaw of the crime scene. Okay, and then, and then you had to solve, solve the, the murder. Yeah. yeah. Now, the, did, you know, you, did you do that? Oh, I totally solved the murder. Yeah, but I did it by holding like the back page of the book up to a mirror where you could read who's, who did it. <laughs> and that's not in the spirit of it. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> if Jessica Fletcher, <laughs> if she had the murderer written on the back page or something, <laughs> that's what she'd have done. She would have. She would have, to be fair, if it only took a mirror to kind of figure it out. It may be. Have she was a little, smart woman. It may have been the plot of one of her shows. I'm not 100% I'm sure, sure I've seen 100%. them all. I know, I know. So anyway, that was my week. And I love a jigsaw. So I, all jigsaw people out there, I, do you know what I mean? I don't get to put them up very often because there is that sense of, you know, they take over your Did life. Did you just say all you jigsaw people There's, out there? Those jigsaw people out there, are they you, know are who you, they are. <laughs> have you, are you trying <laughs> to like nerd. drum up a, like, a, like a posse of jigsaw people? It's like, all, <laughs> all my jigsaws out there. Yes! <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you know, we fit together very well, jigsaw people. We see the shapes. We see the patterns. It's very good for the me, brain. I, I will leave. I will no, leave. No, don't say, You've never done a jigsaw with me. You don't know how much fun that would be. I graduated this week. You did? Yeah, and do you know what? I actually forgot about it. I know. You didn't tell me. I can't believe. I mean, you told me you didn't, tell, didn't tell your parents. parents. I, I, I know, but I, I can forgive you not telling your parents, but I can't believe you didn't tell me you were graduating. I, 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 I looked at it at the weekend and realised, oh my God, it's this week. It was funny. <laughs> I went to see my parents and I said, I have one ticket for this graduation. Uh, do one of you want to go? And my mom said, your dad would love to go. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wow, you're sitting in the corner going, no. <laughs> but actually, funny, I only had one ticket for the Eurovision in 93. One? Yeah. Jimmy Walsh, the writer, and me, we had one ticket each for that show. And honestly, I mean, it's not the same That's as graduation. Outrageous. I know, but, 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 um, Pat Kenny had two tickets for the the afternoon rehearsal. So he gave them to my parents, which he was very good to do so. So okay. I gave them to my parents and we gave Jimmy's parents the two tickets for the actual Eurovision. Now, don't get me wrong. They were in the tent outside and there was a big tent and they had a better time out there because they were with all their family having it's the a crack. a Yeah. Oh no, they, they had beers and everything out there. I'm not saying my mother drank beer. She's not uncouth. Anyway. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. So tell me about the graduation. It was weird. Did I'm you wear the gown? I did wear the gown. I wore the cap and I wore the, um, the like the thing they put over you, like the <laughs> scarf. <laughs> the tabard. Tabard. That's exactly what I'm gonna it was. I'm going to call it a tabard, but I, it's no guarantee. Well, it was what interesting it because what happens is, right, I've, ne I've never really looked at a graduation ceremony before, right? I have a, I have a beef. Okay. I have a bone to pick That's with, a shocker. with the faculty. <laughs> Come on. They wouldn't allow clapping. 
at all. At, well, oh, you clap for them. Oh, like they all did this procession in, right? Mm-hmm. And it was they had music, choral music played on it, like a CD. Was and it they, like? Was it like you know the Carmina of you know they're like that's exactly what it was. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like they, the omen. They were coming in with like, they all had the colours on them. Like they look like a lot of football hooligans with flags over them. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> had to stand for them and clap, okay. right? And then when they've had their clap and their moment, like this bizarre ceremony, whatever it was, mm-hmm. then they say, uh, it'll be very tiresome if you clap for all of the students. So if you just save all your clapping till the end. Well, how many students? I don't know, probably a couple of hundred. Yeah, but to be fair, you're special. That's out- I was outraged. Did you get any clapping? No. no. Nothing. There was just the rattle of Deirdre with our fox of glass your mints. <laughs> so your ma went That's to That was the other thing. It was just like pure silence. I walked up. Thank you. I, 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 honest to God, I was furious. I was like, well, this was worthwhile. Well, to be fair, you're not used to not having applause. <laughs> Girl, we are very needy in the applause mean? department. Thank you. And it does range from, you know, thunderous to pity. <laughs> We'll take pity though some days. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm all for pity. Like, <laughs> there's no dignity in showbiz. So do you feel different now that you're, I, do I have to call you doctor? Do I need to curtsy? Do I need to do anything like that sort of stuff? Uh, no, there's no, no I mean, <laughs> <laughs> nothing, you know, nothing specific, but just um, in general, I would appreciate a bit more respect. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I find? I find on all the wonderful things I've done in my life in the National Treasury, even though I've got the keys to the city, I've never been made an honorary doctor. I should be made that, shouldn't you I? Should in some be. way. An honorary doctor in Eurovision. I'd, love to, I'd love to see you do a speech. <laughs> I, I, I'd I, love to see you address the faculty because you've got an honorary doctorate in, I don't know. <laughs> in talking. Philosophy. Philosophy. Oh, I'd be the oh, queen yeah, of philosophy, yeah, me. Yeah, you'd be brilliant. <laughs> And, and you need to stop, like, I'm sorry, Neve, until we sort out the parking situation. <laughs> you, you can't say you've got the keys to the I city. know, I've the keys to nothing. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> we have to sort out because the problem is that Neve doesn't have a parking app on her phone, right? <laughs> you don't. Like, Neve, no, that's not the way the rest of the world has a parking app. Like, nobody else has to ring, make a phone call. <laughs> like, Neve has to make a phone call for 10 minutes to park her car. <laughs> It's true. It's true. What can I tell you? But, but it's a nice part of our day, isn't it? It's a very sharing kind of day. And it yeah. just shows me how long I've been here. Because <laughs> I sometimes have to make more than one phone call. Yeah. <laughs> there are a number of phone calls like me and Neve's, Neve's using the parking app. <laughs> also known as a phone. Today, mm? we're talking about Neighbours. Neighbours. Did you know Neighbours has been, is is, is finishing? (gasps) That can't be happening. No, it is. It's finishing. They don't have the the network that it's on is getting rid of it. So. Surely that's not a thing. devastated. Where's Carl and Susan going to live? I don't know. I I mean, I wonder (laughs) if they're going to wind it up. Like, is like a Ramsey Street going to get hit by a comet or something? But yeah, apparently that's what's happening. It's very upsetting. Yeah. But we did a shout out on uh, on Instagram just to find out about your stories about neighbours. Because, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) as soon as we did, we had a lot of people getting in touch. Do you have any neighbour stories? Do I have any neighbour stories? I've always kind of had great neighbours. I did recently, though, have a problem with neighbours. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they weren't the ones on my floor. They were the ones downstairs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll tell you what the main problem was. The main problem was they were very good looking. That like that was the 
That was my first problem. Maeve. Let's be honest. That's the root of many problems. <laughs> it is. It <laughs> is. Too good looking. <laughs> and the problem was they uh, they were very noisy at night. Like they were awake all night. They were drilling. They were. Um, is that a euphemism? No. <laughs> no, but a proper. Like who drills at two o'clock in the morning? Like anyway, but they were drilling all night. They were like banging hammers. Right. Uh, and then he was practicing as DJing. Okay, no amount of good looks will get sorry. you over the fact that somebody's doing that. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Like practicing your DJing. Was he doing the kind of DJing that you do at a wedding, or was he doing like uh, like I'm a super cool DJ? It, it, yeah, it was like super cool DJ, but it was like mm. just bass. Like, oh okay. Like it Yay. sounded like somebody had a didgeridoo downstairs, basically. Lovely. But the problem was, I went down to complain numerous times, but they never answered the door. <laughs> and then I met them in the lift. Right? Oh my God, Neve, he was a ride. Oh was God. he a big ride? He was stunning. <laughs> he was like, I've never seen anyone more handsome. Like, and, th- so. this, and this was the problem because <laughs> he was like, oh, I, you had a problem with the noise. And I was like, yeah, but it's grand. Don't worry about it. I didn't realize you were hot. Like, then, <laughs> if I'd have known you were hot, I'd have been fine looking. with I mean, the drilling. No problem. Like, did you drill all you want? It doesn't matter. But the problem was, but I was annoyed, but I couldn't get annoyed at him because he was so good looking. And it was, it really Is annoyed me. Is that a me. thing? Well, it's really difficult it to be annoyed at it. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> so this kept happening and then they were totally flaky, like they kept losing keys and they'd like ring our apartment to for us to let them in. Then you go down to let them in and then like he's there with his adorable puppy as well. And you're like, oh. it was just ridiculous. But anyway, they've gone now. And was he gay? No, it wasn't. It wasn't that you, it was just like you want the scenery. Do you know what I mean? Like no, you, uh, yeah. you don't want to be in the painting, but you want it on your wall. <laughs> It's just, it's very hard to be No, I, I, I understand that. And then at one point he said, um, he said, I just can't, be- like, I thought I'd soundproof the apartment and I just can't believe it. there's so much noise. Oh, and he said, can, can I come up to your bedroom to have a listen? Oh, he said, like And I was like, ah, 100%, no problem. And then I went up and I was, <laughs> to my partner and was like, now this is what he's going to do. He's going to come up and go into the bedroom. <laughs> well, he lost all sense of reason. I was like, no, seriously, you, now, in my defense, he was very attractive. <laughs> You and I have very different neighbours. My neighbour is 84. <laughs> <laughs> What's his DJing like? <laughs> well, his DJing is okay, because obviously you can imagine the level his TV is at. Uh, but actually, uh, you know what? It, Sean and I have an understanding. We've been neighbours for 23, 24 years. A bit like you, I've had great neighbours over the years. No, nothing mm. stands out, you know, certainly not compared to some of the stories that have come in. But my neighbour next door, we have a mutual agreement, which is basically he... he um, cuts my lawn at the front during, you know, the cutting of the lawn season. Okay. And um, I give him dinner over the hedge twice a week. And does he mow the lawn twice a week? No. I think he's getting a great deal. Two dinners a week Two dinners for a, a week. No, not all. Uh, uh, now, the summer, not so much. And obviously when I travel, I don't see him. But, you know, if I'm at home. <laughs> obviously, basically what happens is if Neve gets a gig, Sean starves. Yeah. <laughs> We asked for your stories about your neighbours and oh my God. This is the biggest response we ever had. It's pretty massive. Like, yeah. we do, and this isn't even all of them. Like, there's absolutely tons of them. But we're going to go through some of them. Um, the first one is from Linda. Um, we're going to maybe actually be a bit careful about the surnames yeah. because some of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Linda says, Me and my husband moved into our first house we bought together. I'm from your neck of the woods, Willow Park. That's your neck of the woods. Our neck of the woods. Our, yeah, Maris. Yeah. Uh, we bought in Bray. 
Anyway, first night in our house, we heard screaming and shouting from outside. We sneak upstairs to have a nose out the window. And our new neighbour was in his front garden with some poor unfortunate soul on the ground, pouring a bottle of vodka over him and threatening him with a lighter in one hand. And oh yeah, a shotgun in the other hand. (laughs) Like, I thought Willow Park was rough, but... (gasps) Whoa! Whoa! Uh, poor little glass in heaven north me sitting on the bed crying asking my husband where did you bring me <laughs> needless to say we moved soon after that oh my god Linda wow <laughs> wow what I will say is it must be great to move to a posh area where people will pour like vodka over somebody rather than diesel yes well, it wasn't cheap it could have been exactly yeah could have been anything there you know it was but certainly like, class like I'm so curious as to even in the front garden I mean, okay, maybe he was making a statement. Oh, there's a lot of statement going on there. I suspect yeah. if you if you're at the stage where you're standing over someone with a bottle of vodka and a lighter and a shotgun, I think that combination doesn't <laughs> care which garden they do that in. <laughs> I just like it must be the worst. I've like I've always been lucky with neighbors. Like I've ne- I've never had a bad one. Mm. Like I mean, that one was. Pr- I mean, it wasn't too bad. No, because you know it was just a couple of nights a week you were waking up, and it was annoying. But, yeah. Like, and then it was made up for because But like nobody hot. died. No. <laughs> like there was no <laughs> there was no threat of life at any point. To be fair, if he wasn't good looking, there might have been. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I would have torched him on my balcony. Torched. <laughs> um, but like I can't imagine what it would be like to be afraid of your neighbours. Yeah, no, it's not it's not pleasant for sure. I mean, you know, the, the most scary thing I had was uh, back in, in the olden days, there was a big Alsatian that lived across the road from us and we were a bit nervous of him, but he was a lovely fella. But, you know, yourself, you were never that sure, you know, passing by. And he was never chained up or anything. He just <laughs> sat outside his garden. It's not quite the same level, but, you know, it, when, you, when, when, you're, when you're eight or nine, there's a lot of peril involved in that. You know, passing by, you had to pass him by to get to your house, like, you know. <laughs> The only Alsatian on our road, I think, was owned by one woman who would never let you touch it because it was epileptic. <laughs> <laughs> Did you trigger epilepsy on a dog? I don't, well, I mean, it was not like it was a strobe. Like, like you wouldn't let your pet, it's don't like touch a... him. But she never used to say epileptic. She used to say epileptic. <laughs> don't touch him, he's epileptic. <laughs> Well, Linda, I, I'm I'm sure that you're somewhere much nicer now. What can I tell you? Yeah, listen, send us the photograph of your new place. Next is from Leanne and she says, bad neighbour, the dog barks like out the window and they sit and watch TV like they don't hear it. Oh, God. Now, I have to say, dogs don't bark for no reason. I blame the owners. Well, you're probably right, actually, but sometimes they, they bark at air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some dogs... You know, but you're right. It does I, come I'm from. The, I'm on the dog side. Um, but to be fair, my Ruby, she'll shout occasionally. She doesn't like to be on her own. Like so, you don't leave her anywhere. Cats are very quiet. Yeah, but they're they don't have. This is the difference between a dog and a cat, right? Okay. Dogs are delighted to see you. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you go out and leave a dog, <laughs> like you come back and they're like, whoa, 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 I know. Whoa, whoa. Sometimes just like. Sometimes you bring it. Like, I miss you so much. I know. Sometimes you bring the bin out the front, and, and you by the time you yeah, come back like, in there, <gasps> well, I tell you, you I'll tell you everything that happened. <laughs> Whereas cats, cats are just dicks. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> they like are they, different. They like, are. like I remember one time we went out and we came back. Like when we went out, the like the the apartment was locked up. No windows were open. No doors were open. Right? Okay. 
The cat was in the apartment when we left. And when we came back, she was gone, right? We couldn't find her at all. We were roaring her name. We we couldn't find her. Like, we, we didn't know where she was. We were all really upset. We were like, oh, that's it. She's gone. She's yeah. going out. We're never going to see her again. Uh-huh. Uh, but she was in the bottom of the wardrobe. Listen to us. Like, if that was a dog and you called it once. <laughs> like, we were waving cat treats. We were like, treats, treats. <laughs> and she was just, like, sitting in the wardrobe going, oh, good, the gays are all upset. Yeah. Danny Minogue must be dead. <laughs> Shane has written in. And Shane has written a long one because uh, Shane has... Uh, <laughs> No, we love Shane. Like, Shane has <laughs> perpetually uh, lived beside uh, strange people, terrible people. Yeah. So I'm from a very Catholic area in Northern Ireland, which, as you can imagine, has a very interesting experience of the 90s. I feel your pain there, Shane. As a matter of fact, I can't believe you're in, up in the Northern Ireland. You'll have to get in touch. Or maybe that's a mistake. I don't know. Uh, there used to be a giant field behind my house. And on this one day in particular, the police and army were out in force searching it because they were tipped off to a wep- weapon stump. Actually, that happened very recently to my friend there was a walk we used to do up and down this big hill and apparently they found a load of weapons on it we could have been passing them by every day anyway uh, so Shane, you could have got yourself a new Glock new I know <laughs> I know so missed opportunity so Shane goes on to say and my neighbour Bernie oh Bernie I love her name I like love that, her already who must have been in her 70s got herself into an awful state and asked the army to check her garden just in case well, when they searched our garden, didn't they find a pile of guns under our shed? And if that wasn't enough, they arrested poor Bernie and put her in the cells overnight <laughs> until they could be sure the guns had nothing to do with her. Oh, God bless her. Oh, was, Shane. Bernie got what she wanted. Shane, you and I have to have a conversation. We have to have coffee, actually, because I think you could be like very interesting. I think Bernie knew what she was asking for. Bernie got her garden dug. I'd say she was building an extension or something. She's like, I know how to get this started. (laughs) The whole lot of guns. You're right. It's safe. Just beside that patio there. Janie Mac, I never thought that she got her her garden tilled for. Yeah. (laughs) There's like a technical term for that. I can't remember what it is. Oh, rotivated. That's it, a bit of rotivating. <laughs> I know, I could do with that, but there's one part of my garden I'm going to rotivate. That's really not what we should be talking about. They found guns. Rob says, uh, my neighbour had cystic fibrosis and used a ventilator uh, that sounded like a Prius on EV mode. Is that a problem? I'm not I, sure you... Like, well, I don't... like. I'm not sure you can really, you know, if you cystic fibrosis, I mean, you can't help it. if you're it. the sort of neighbour that's given out about the noise of From your neighbour's <laughs> ventilator. I'm sorry, I think that says more about you than it does about them. Yeah, and let's be honest, in this COVID times, you're much more likely to end up yes, beside exactly. somebody with like, a How do you make the complaint? I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry now. Yes. I have people over. <laughs> can can you, you please can turn you, off your ventilator? Can you not breathe for an hour while I have my friends? Or, oh no, that's. I don't I'm like sorry, the, I Rob. It's very hard. I, I don't like the demographic that's creeping in here. It's very hard to feel sorry for that, Rob. I appreciate that it must get I a mean, bit annoying. It's such a shame that people have to breathe twenty four hours, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can you just do all your breathing between two and four? <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, Rob. You the you didn't re- entitled. You didn't write in for that. My neighbour spent most of lockdown chopping up pallets with a chainsaw until he cut his foot. Eva. Look, we all suffered during lockdown. You know, my husband made a like a planter out of his pallets. Did he? He took three pallets now up the north. It's a sin to actually use up pallets during the summer because <laughs> obviously they need to go on the bonfires. But <laughs> 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 but he sourced them responsibly, not from the bonfire sites. But actually, he made me a lovely planter. 
<laughs> That's lovely. I know. What a gem. So next one is Sia. Uh, Sia Miller says, Neighbours reported us to the landlord for having a party saying we're mad students. We had three pals over when the pubs used to close at 11. And we're all working professionals. Almost got evicted after one week in the place over that miserable bat. I love the fact that your defence, Sia, is that we were actually all working professionals. Yes, because you'd never do mad things. Was it a mad rave? Was the house on fire? Yes, it was. But we were We're all working professionals. Working professionals. I know. Well, Sia, you know, the miserable bat. It didn't wonder, start as a mendigo on there. Do you know what that, like that, when I read, <laughs> when, I, when I first read that, I yeah. thought, do you know what? What? I know exactly who I am in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that miserable Are you bat. the bat? Like a hundred, a hundred percent. <laughs> you are the Batman. Yeah, it's ring, it's a ring and rings end guard station going to go out again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my husband has recently started writing emails. He's like Victor Meldrew. He seems to have written an email. He even put a note on a car because they parked up on the on the pavement. I said, <laughs> I did not marry a man like that, but clearly I have. Yeah. Wow. We're, yeah, that's men. We're all very disappointed in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Coletta has written in and she says, I convinced myself my neighbour was a serial killer due to his nocturnal activities and accused him in the pub. That's absolutely fair. That's that, some, that, is, <laughs> that is 100% something I would have done. Okay, no offence, but this is an incomplete story, Coletta. I want to hear the yeah, rest I of mean, it. Yeah, I mean, we do you want know, to hear more. A, nocturnal activities. That yeah, it, but were they? I know. And then accused him in the pub. How did that turn out? You know, I feel <laughs> we need to have more, Coletta. You know, I, 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 if I knew someone was a serial killer, I'm not sure I'd confront him in the pub. It's the drama of the situation. It doesn't matter whether somebody is a serial killer or not. Okay. But the drama that you get out of thinking you live beside one. Is that a thing? Very. Do, do, do oh, people, yes. Do people when want to I do was that? A kid, when I was a kid, I remember we, there was a neighbour that had a van. So okay. immediately from like my years of watching A-Team and Wonder Woman, okay. I was pretty certain that if you had a van, you were a kidnapper. No, but the A-Team weren't kidnappers. No, but anyone in anyone that didn't have a van with a red stripe on it generally was <laughs> in, in the A-Team. Do you know what I mean? It's true for it. You do tend to see them, you know, rolling back the door and grabbing people off the street. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, yeah. so I was just assumed then that this guy, that God, you he was so, a kidnapper. We were so different. And then we, like me and like all my friends were like, he's definitely a kidnapper. He's a kidnapper. And then we said this to his son, <laughs> tell your dad to stop kidnapping kids. And he was like, well, that isn't a kidnapper. He works in Arnott's. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. I can only apologise. <laughs> <laughs> we are pausing for a moment to remind you that we are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support the show, you can subscribe at headstuffpodcast.com for as little as five euro a month and you will get bonus content from us and all of the shows on Headstuff Podcast Network. And our bonus content includes videos of the recording of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So you get to see Neve in all of her post-COVID glory. So if you want proof of life, that's where, you go, that's where you'll find it. Um, we are here, though, to tell you about the podcast studios, which is where we record Agony Rants. Mm-hmm. Um, the podcast studios is located in Dublin City Centre. It is a one-stop shop for all things audio and it has three state-of-the-art studios. When we're recording, we usually use about three of them. We, yeah. we usually use all three. Uh, Neve puts her stuff in one room. <laughs> we have coffee in the other room. Yeah. And then we demolish the other room yeah. by setting up a camera. The podcast studios provide everything you need for podcasts, voiceover work, audiobook recordings, and more. And they're also set up for video recording, live streaming, or green screen filming. So, uh, yeah. 
it's we very love handy working too. with them and it's really handy it's very handy where it is you know I mean and you know you can park in a yellow or a red zone we like that you can <laughs> and you can pay parking on an app like normal people <laughs> You can be or old you school. can be old school and you can ring a person. The Podcast Studios is the home of the Headstuff Podcast Network. It's where lots of our shows are recorded and we work on editing, promotion, videos, live shows and lots more. As a podcast production company with three state-of-the-art studios for audio and video in Dublin City Centre, we can work with you to tell great stories in a professional and engaging way. From government organisations to charities, arts groups to international brands, entrepreneurs to hobbyists, we've worked with everybody and we can help you to get the word out. Whether you need studio time, you're hosting a live stream or webinar, or you need support with editing or marketing, we can tailor a package for you. For more info, head to thepodcaststudios.ie. Um, okay, we have a problem. This is actually a fun one. Uh, dear Neve and Garode, absolutely love the podcast. A few years ago, I was at the Late Late Show and Neve was on singing In Your Eyes. She was so great. Everyone loved her and she was so lovely when we met her afterwards. I hope you can help me, Neve, and maybe you too, Garode. I have never read anything so dismissive. <laughs> Come on. You know you're going to be the biggest help here, Garode. Come on, let's move on. Oh, I, oh, I know. <laughs> let's move on. I have a problem with my neighbours. I have new neighbours who recently moved in. They haven't set up their bins yet and they have been using mine. Oh, right, okay. I thought it was cheeky at first, but let them off because they were new to the neighbourhood. However, this has been going on for five months. What do you think I should do? They also sometimes park our, I think that should be their car across our driveway. Okay. Other than these two things, we seem to get on very well. That's from Cathy O'Brien. Cathy. <laughs> There's so much going on. Other this. than these two things. Yeah, but they seem like big like things. Like, they are absolutely taking the mick. Ah, no, but you know, maybe they don't know. Do they have to pay for your bins, you see? I don't know what, do, do they have to pay well, yeah, for buying I mean, bins? Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're in the Republic of Ireland anyway, you have to pay for your rubbish collection. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I'm so back you've in the got. Room. I, I presume I, now. I presume that's what I'm presuming is that there's bin tags involved. You've got to register with the bin company okay. to get your own bins, and I presume that maybe the, they haven't. Okay. Now, but you see, you've made an interesting point there, in that maybe they don't know they have to do that. They might not, because you see, to be fair, where I live, when I left here, there was none of that going on, right? And then where I live, you ring up the council and they send you a new bin. You say, I need Kavanaugh. I won the Eurovision in not- 1993. That's our starting point. What are you charging me for refuse collection? <laughs> they don't care about that. You don't pay separately. You pay rates. We have general rates. So we just pay rates every year and that covers everything. Oh, right. Okay. So all our recycling, all our thing, it's all just lifted every week, every two weeks. Now you get a chart and you better put out the right bin and don't put the wrong things in the wrong bins and all that. But actually, you know, so I wouldn't know to do that. Right. But having okay. said that, five months living there, you bloody well know. So, Cathy, that the one thing I'll say about that is that's a very frank and honest discussion. If you do already get on well with them, that's a, you know, you need to do this now. Or it's yeah. surely there's a leaflet. I mean, also, but the thing about it is, like, with rubbish collection, you do, you, you fill up your bin. Now, unless, Cathy, you've got a couple of bins. Yeah. Well, um, But, like, yeah, I, I'm just so curious as to how this has run on so long. Well, I suppose you start off and then, how do you, it's like, I know these people a long time and I still don't know their names because they've never told me their names. And it gets past <laughs> the point where you can ask the question, you know, what is your name? That is... 
there is nothing worse. Than nothing that. worse. There is that is the worst thing in the world. Desperate and that somebody's going to say a name around you. I I will forget somebody's name within two minutes. I know. I'm I know. yeah. I've been around for that. Like I think <laughs> I think what you should do. <laughs> that's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> and then my partner, what yeah. he'll do is. He will get annoyed if I don't introduce him to somebody. I know. And I always have to say, if I don't introduce you to somebody, it's because I, mean, I don't know who they are. So the, your job is to you go, have to say, hi, hi I'm, I am. And then. I, what's your name? Yes. Like fix the situation. I know. I have very good friends for that. You know, I definitely, I gen people up in that straight yeah. away. If you know me and I don't introduce you, that's why it's happening. Yeah. Because nine times out of 10, I know so many people and you meet them and you love them and you enjoy them and you, you have great conversations with them. Or maybe you don't like them. It doesn't really matter. The point is their memory of it is slightly different to yours. And therefore yeah. they forget. I don't know how many people never tell me their name because they already know mine. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is some, one of those things because now, now that I said it now, Mayor, I feel I've been too hard because my initial like advice was do you know what you need to do you need to go over there with an extension lead <laughs> and just go sorry can you just plug this in and they say oh, oh what, what's that for say, I'm just going to run all my power from your house yeah that's a Is little that extreme okay? a little extreme but but maybe f- to be fair maybe they just don't know that you have to like maybe they're just unsure as to where to get bins I think in these situations a well-placed leaflet could do the job <laughs> Surely there's a leaflet about because we uh, get leaflets. That, there's nothing more Neve Cavanagh than, <laughs> than the phrase a well placed leaflet. <laughs> but you know me, I will I will say things to people. I'm very direct, but I, I try to be kind about it. But you know, clearly they either they don't know or they just think that it's okay. And fair enough, if they want to put their stuff in the bins, that's fair enough. But the point is, then they need to be paying you money first, right? That's it. You know, five months is too long. That, I'm with that you. That is absolutely fair. I'm still on the well-placed leaflet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, well-placed leaflet is, I think mean, that's absolutely perfect. I think you're well-placed leaflet. <laughs> I'm shrill, hysterical phone call. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe have a little conversation about general, you know, oh God, the price of getting the bins collected has gone up. And a pointed stare. That, you know, they're also <laughs> very good things. There are many tools at yeah. our trade here. I mean, I, I could say, would you ever get your bin sorted? Are you having difficulty? Would you like a hand with it? There's different ways of putting it because you can fall out with your well, neighbours you really now, easy. No, do you know what? You can. That is true. And you have to be careful with your neighbours because yeah. like they are... You don't want to be falling out with them. It's yeah, horrible. Like the, I mean, do you know what you could do? You could take you, you could take a leaf out of Linda's book and just... <laughs> a leaflet? <laughs> a leaflet. <laughs> you could take a leaflet out of Linda's book and get a bottle of vodka and a lighter. <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't Linda who was doing that. Now, come on. <laughs> you, well, she defamation. Didn't, she, didn't, she didn't stipulate. She wasn't clear. <laughs> No, but like what's interesting, right, is that you, you kind of go, OK, let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Here. OK, like maybe, maybe they don't know. OK, but they also sometimes park across our driveway. Yeah, no, everybody knows that that's a big no, no. That is a big no, no. That's a big, now, big no, no. Do you know what? Yeah. Guards. Parking. In that situation, guards. called guards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Parking. No way. If someone parks across your driveway, get a towed. No, oh, I know you're probably expecting me to say burn it out. No, I'm, being, I'm, I'm taking the practical approach. Now, uh, to be fair, if you knew who it was, you'd just ask them to move and say, don't do that again. It could, like it could be. I mean, maybe they just don't know the lay of the land. It could be that maybe like maybe they're not from here. Maybe they've just moved here. Yeah. And maybe they're just ripping the arse out of it, you know, <laughs> but that is very possible also. But either way, you can resolve it by being very direct in your advice towards yeah, them yeah. and be pleasant while you do it. And if that doesn't resolve the issue, then it's knives are done. 
I think we've helped. I hope, like, let us know what happens with the, this because <laughs> Refuse Collection is very serious business. We want to know what happens. Yeah, definitely, um, Kathy. I definitely want to know. And let me tell you something. You have more than enough skills to deal with that because clearly you spoke to me. Well, Neve, it's been lovely to have you back. Oh, my God. It's so lovely. I mean, it was fun, you know, doing it with my rug over me. <laughs> There's yeah, no yeah. rug now. But actually, you know, to be honest with you, it is so much more fun when we're just the two of yeah, us. Totally. Totally. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.